Good morning, or afternoon, or good evening, or good night. Really good whatever. I was, I was trying to change it up. It kind of failed. Let's just, let's just stick with hello. So today, I'm going to talk about the movie Hereditary. So, fair warning in advance, here be spoilers for a movie that's a year old or so. So, if you personally don't want to be spoiled on the big stupid secret twist in the film if you haven't seen it yet, then don't listen to the spoilers. Or really, the entire episode, because I kind of whine about it the entire episode. Or, you can do what I should have done, which was to read the spoilers so that I wouldn't have been irritated by the stupid twist in the movie that I saw coming from about two miles away, but, but convinced myself would not happen. Because there were too many reviews that said, this is terrifying, and, and you're not going to believe what's going to happen. This is Bittersweet Ramblings, and the great reviews for Hereditary were a sham. And quite frankly, I'm still pissed about it. Because I had heard this was a, a brilliant movie and that everything about it was, was amazing to watch, I saved up for this movie. I, I planned in advance when, when it came on to Amazon Prime. I, I went ahead and, and saved it in the watch list and, and set it up to watch it on a, a weekend because apparently this movie got so deep into some reviewers' psyches that they couldn't sleep. Something about it was so deeply troubling that it burrowed its way into their head and kept replaying and kept them up at night. Something that, that stayed with you and made you think about it after the movie. All of these reviews I read said it was super scary. The type of movie that would haunt you and, and make you think about things late at night for weeks, make you reconsider your family connections and all this other junk, affect you to the point where you didn't want to sleep in the dark because it was so deep and dark and all that stuff. So I, I did what I thought I needed to do, which was I prepared to watch it on a weekend so that if I couldn't sleep, I wouldn't be dragging to work. And then I made sure not to look at any spoilers. Generally, I'll read the spoilers on anything because the path doesn't matter to me so much as the story that it takes to get there. That's my personal preference. So normally I read the spoilers, but no, no, on this, everybody you know that I read said that it was so much better to experience it fresh. First off, I need to start reading different movie review sites because these reviewers and I clearly have completely and utterly different perspectives on films. I, I don't know if this is like the Twitter thing where everybody dogpiles on something and like one comment just gets over exaggerated and you know it just gets blown up out of proportion or what but that's that's what it really seemed like anymore it just seems like I don't read the reviews for a ton of movies just because there are a few too many movies where reviewers assign way deeper meaning that just doesn't seem to be in the movie it's like they bring their own experiences to the table and they know this director or their buddies with an actor or something so they see something deeper that like nobody else does the movie that I saw wasn't the movie that, that they were seeing. Don't get me wrong, there 
were a couple of things that I really, really liked about this movie. The design of the, the sets was beautiful. It was really, really lovely. Uh, that is a house that I wouldn't mind living in. It was just a stunning craftsman-style house. And the acting in it was really solid. The entire family seemed to be off-kilter enough to, to make the weird decisions that they made make sense. But really, when it comes down to it, the plot and the, the storyline is just a C-movie with a couple of good speeches thrown in. Watching this movie was like those times when you get really excited because you get a present and it is beautifully wrapped. And you can tell from the way that it's wrapped that the giver took the time to wrap it and they really put thought and care into it. And when somebody takes that amount of time to wrap something, you kind of have, you know, the expectation that they really want it to be something that you're going to enjoy. They'd spent the time to, to wrap it, you know, carefully. And then you open the package and it's a, it's a fucking food processor. Because even though you have repeatedly stated that you don't like cooking, you don't enjoy cooking, you have no interest in cooking, they think that this food processor is going to change your mind. A device that takes about 30 seconds to use and about 15 years to clean. Oh, but look, it comes with a food processing cookbook with about 300 ingredients for each recipe because we need to make it tedious, expensive, and hard to clean all at the same time. And that's what this movie is. It's just beautifully wrapped with a cheap 70s schlock cop-out in the end. And, and not even a good cop-out. Be because, you see, I like 70 schlock and 80 schlock and 90 schlock, really all schlock. I like all the schlock. But that's not what I was expecting in this movie. Because if you wrap a cheap gag gift in fancy wrapping paper, it's still just a cheap gag gift. And the receiver of that gift feels gypped because when they got it, it was, it was wrapped nicely. You should at least follow it up with something a little bit more meaningful. Half a movie does not make a movie. And that's the problem with this movie. It's beautifully wrapped. It's beautifully acted. But the ending is just a mess. So when I was watching this movie, I was expecting something more meaningful. So when it came to, you know, the ending and they just copped out, I felt cheated. I was ready for some deep and insightful horror. Something that really delved into the human psyche and made you think about what you do, what you leave behind what and who you believe in, and how you interact with your family. But no, 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 not in this movie. In this movie, we can't do that. In this movie, the whole big mystery thing has to be a fucking magical devil cult. Because no, it just can't be a cult who's a bunch of assholes. They just, they have to have magical powers too. It was, I was so mad. <laughs> so, so angry because it held promise that it was going to be something that was a little bit more than that. Again, I like 70s devil cult, you know, schlock movies, 
but not when it's presented as something different than that and then you feel cheated and you feel annoyed. So just to give a quick little breakdown of the movie, in this movie uh, the mother is an artist and she makes miniatures. Miniatures, by the way, is fancy artistic speak for dollhouses. She makes fancy dollhouses as art. I'm not knocking dollhouses, but some of the best forensic studies are done with dollhouses. But uh, that's basically what she does and they call them miniatures to make it sound fancier. So in the movie, she is making a dollhouse that is a, an exact replica of her own house for an art show. And somehow she makes money doing this. Also, why would you make copies of everything in your home and then show it in a public place? It's, it's a really nice house and it has nice antiques. You are basically gift wrapping and handing burglars a blueprint of where your house is, what it looks like, and where all the good stuff is. Because it was just dead on accurate. Now in the movie, I do see why they had her actually do miniatures because uh, when they swoop in with the camera work and they go into the miniatures, it was really, really creepy. And it was a really good effect. I mean, dollhouses in general are creepy, let alone making a dollhouse of your own home. I, I, to be honest, I just I don't see a reason to make a, an exact replica of your own house. Unless you're really irritated in, with your family and just need a place to, you know, store the voodoo dolls. Not that I would ever do that. So this was a movie that started by dealing with grief and trauma. The grandmother had died and it starts out at the funeral. And the mother is doing a eulogy. Yeah, it's not the most, you know, beautiful eulogy. It didn't seem like they really got along very well. And they didn't. And when you get into it more, you find out that they have a truly messed up family dynamic. There was some pretty serious mental trauma that seems to sort of run through the family. The, the grandmother, who in this case was the mother's mother, was a nightmare of a person who should not have had children. And she managed to kill off almost her entire family. And she was pretty intent on passing that trait down to her remaining daughter because, yeah, yeah they uh, pretty much killed them all off. Nearly the whole lot. Now, about a third of the way in, I was thinking to myself, they'd, they'd better not be going in the direction I think they're going into. There were just, in, in the movie, there were just too many weird old people hanging around, watching the family, wearing weird symbols just doing erratic stuff. And it was about a third of the way through where I, I started telling myself, if this movie ends up being a bunch of naked old people dancing around and chanting a lot, I'm, I'm just going to be pissed. Which is why when the movie hit the climax, I started swearing and I threw my remote and I threw it at the couch. I was, I'm, I was irritated, but I'm not destroying a remote. It was like they had this, this story that that talked about family dynamics and how messed up they were, which is generally pretty scary on its own. But a third of the way through, they're like, well, we need something interesting to happen. Bring in the cult. By the way, the cult was like into beheadings a lot. It seemed to be a big thing for them. You know, like cut the head off of someone and put the head on a different body. 
it really seemed sort of like a little kid playing with dolls. I'm actually convinced that the writer-director played with, you know, dolls, action figures, or Barbies when he was growing up. And I say this because if you were a kid who played with Barbies or, or action figures of any type, you would be aware of some of the truly weird and deranged storylines kids will come up with when playing with dolls. And yes, I'm including action figures as dolls. Kids, they, they don't have the filters or the experience to put the brakes on. They, they have just a tiny little bit of knowledge and then a huge amount of free reign to just make everything else up. And their brains are not fully developed, so they can come up with some really messed up shit. Which they tell you when they're looking at you with those blank, innocent eyes and, and you try to figure out how you're going to sleep that night. I know this because I was a nanny for a few years. I was very okay with having a lock on my door. For further proof that, that kids' ideas are just out there because, again, they don't have any thresholds or barriers because they haven't learned them yet. Just, there's this old Japanese movie, uh, it's called The House, it was made in 1977. I will probably talk about it sometime later because it is just a huge ball of strange. It's it's not bad, but you probably haven't seen anything quite like it. Where does this obsession with magical devil cults come from anywhere? It's from what I can tell, it's it's like the satanic panic from the 80s has like finally come to roost. It's that little trigger in the back of your head, you know, where you watch all the court shows and movie shows and you know news stories from that time where they told you about satanic cults that were kidnapping people and killing them all over the place even though they really didn't have any proof <laughs> that little satanic panic it's just sitting in the brains of people who are making movies now and it's it's sort of starting to flower into these art house films by the way i am calling them magical devil cults because apparently all they had to do was some stupid little weird prayer ritual and just be crappy to all the people around them and then they can make people do things that they don't want to do or burst into flames or cut off their heads or have a car accident or make other weird things happen or they can do something truly mystical like run around naked and not have the neighbors call the fucking cops. My neighbors are pretty on the ball with noticing things in pretty much all the places where I've lived. You, you aren't gonna be able to wander around naked without somebody calling it in. The house that they lived in in the movie looked pretty expensive, so I can tell you those neighbors are paying attention, or at least filming with security cams. To be honest, I know exactly what would happen in my neighborhood there would be an immediate phone call to the cops while they were posting everything, including blurred out pictures on their Nextdoor app. And I know what that 911 call would be, but yeah, there's a bunch of weird old people around here. They're naked. We, we, don't, we don't want any of those weird nudist colonies around here. There, there are kids in this neighborhood. I had to tell the kids to come in from the backyard to stop taking pictures and laughing while the weirdos screamed weird devil shit at them. Just 
Just go over there and tell them to put some damn clothes on. I can guarantee you that would happen. I mean, I get it. People, people like rituals. Rituals give you a sense of control over a world that we don't have a lot of control over. Some people believe that a ritual is just sort of how you get through the day. You know, I drink coffee, I meditate, I do this, I do that. And some people believe that a ritual is going to give them unlimited power and money and somehow they're going to magic-y, magic-y their way into making their life the way they want it to be. Those are the people that you want to watch out for because when they realize that this ritual is not going to work and they're not going to get unlimited power, they don't start to think, oh, this doesn't work. Maybe I should try something else. They think, oh, it didn't work this time. I must start getting more extreme with things. This, this kind of thought process is where the old, like, blood rites came from in the really old days before we, you know, developed science to figure out weather and fun stuff like that. When people were convinced that sacrifices of goats and stuff were powerful enough to change the weather or stop famine or stop insects or the dust bowl or whatever. I mean, they would usually try with spells and symbols and rituals. And then they would try it with animal blood and then animal sacrifices. And then if that didn't work, then they'd move on to human blood. And then they'd move on to human sacrifices. Everything was just upping the ante to get them more rain or to stop raining or to get some sun. The problem with going to these extremes is that once you've gone to the extreme, you don't have much further to go. There's not more that you can add to the spell. You can just be out of luck or keep trying over and over again. At least now we have a sense of what's going on and, you know, how the weather is affected and what we can try to do to correct things. Those days have pretty much died out because of the knowledge that we collected over the years, over the huge span of years. Plus, no one really wants to hang out with a bunch of people when you don't know when your number is up. You know, your next door neighbor gets mad because they brought over some kind of gift and you weren't thankful enough and they really want your property, so they say that the gods have spoken and you're up next. People start to move away from that when, when you, and then eventually you start to run out of people and you don't have anyone to help grow and harvest crops, so... Really, the human sacrifice thing just ends up being a bit of a deal breaker with, you know, groups. And somehow, these magical cults just thrive in movies. It's like, it's some people, I think, they intrinsically kind of want to grab back on those ideas and pretend that they'll maybe do something. The Mayans were maniacs for human sacrifice, and look how that turned out for them. And in this movie, I have no idea what the cult was even trying to accomplish. So at the end of the movie, family all dies and the son jumps out of a window and then his dead body is possessed by the demon that these weird old people worship. And then he climbs into the treehouse that the family has behind their house with just this sort of rickety ladder that leads up to it. And inside of the treehouse, 
all of the naked old people are there in there bowing down and worshiping him happy that he is now in the body of the dead son which you know he spends most of the time looking confused apparently that was the big cult goal oh we're gonna bring this devil guy we worship down to earth in mortal form hang out in a treehouse and and bow to him that's what this entire truckload of nonsense was about we want to make the demon that we worship into a real boy like like pinocchio wants to be a real boy apparently the demon wants to be a real boy except that he's not wooden this is another reason why i think this movie was dreamt up when the writer director was playing with dolls and he decided to turn a treehouse into their little center of worship these are a bunch of old people. Half of these people are going to fall down the stupid ladder when they're trying to get down and break a hip. I I don't even want to imagine the nightmare scenario of them trying to get up the ladder, especially with all of the nudity involved. And they were all walking around naked for quite a while. Did any of them pack toilet paper? Because you know that a couple of them loaded up on prunes before going out in the woods. Plus, you know, when you're going up the ladder, going up is always easier than going down. It's just, it's going to be a pile of whiny, hurt, naked old people at the bottom of that ladder by the time the last of them start walking down. And no doubt, that's when the prunes are going to kick in. That's it for this episode. So I apologize for the long delay. I had uh, some unexpected issues come up. And they were out of the blue, so I didn't have any backup episodes recorded. Because I'm an adult. Um, I should be back to an episode every other week now. Uh, the issues are taken care of, so thank you, and have a good night.